I've been um I've been reading Blood Meridian for like a year, and I'm finally on the last chapter. And I I don't want to finish it for some reason. Like Oh, it's such a joyful book. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you like want to be in this world with racing spirits now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I, I go directly from that into No Country for Old Men. I took a break to read Dune, because the movie was coming out, but... Oh yeah, did you finish Dune? I did finish Dune. Nice. That's more than I've done. That second half of that book is a... It drags. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how they're gonna make the second movie. Uh, uh, I Because no that idea. second half is, like, unfilmable. <laughs> I think, um, they probably just add a bunch of action sequences that aren't actually in the book, right? There's the worm riding thing. They uh -huh. can do that. There's like a vision quest thing they can do, and then there's that fight there's against like, the Sardaukar. Um, yeah, I guess there's shit they could do, but it's kind of like, damn. When it gets to the end, I'm not going to spoil Dune on our dumb podcast because no one has read it. Uh, for anyone who claims to have read the book, is lying. Only Dan has actually read the entire <laughs> book. Yeah, Frank Herbert himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, that's yeah. true. I have a seal from Frank Herbert saying, you were the only one that has ever finished reading Dune. Yeah, the Knights of Arrakis, they're called, the secret society that actually finished the book Dune. I did enjoy uh, it. It was a good book, but... It's very deep. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of world building that's as deep as the world building in Dune, uh, let's start throwing out our prompt words here. Yeah, who's the lad? Well, who's the lad? Oh, and, well, and we should actually, probably explain the rules of the podcast. And Why don't you do that while I pull up the old dice roller? All right, ladies and gents, this is fucking a podcast where we make a world, a setting, ostensibly to play a tabletop game, and that rule has kind of just gone out the window at this point. I've never followed in, that rule. In about 30 minutes or less, uh, one of us, each episode is chosen as the Lord Lad, and they have creative control over the setting, the ability to tell Walt to shut the fuck up, um... And they can veto things. So, yeah, that's kind of our show. That's what we do. We've made like 50 or 60 episodes now for some, somehow. And the lore lad for this episode is actually Belvin. Belvin. What? Yeah, all right. My prompt words are, uh, all right. Eco-terrorism, <laughs> nature spirit, <laughs> uh, wolf. <laughs> no. No. Can't, My prompt can't define word. me. My prompt word is industrial. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the conflict is going to have to be nature versus progress. Thanks a lot, Walter. <laughs> industrial. Um, da, 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 da. My prompt word is Congress. Ooh. My prompt word is mandolin. <laughs> Dreaming of those hash browns, buddy. No, that's the Man. kind of instrument. Yeah, it is an instrument. Yeah, uh, my yeah. dad plays in bluegrass bands. <laughs> I know what a mandolin is. You can't make hash browns with the mandolin, idiot. <laughs> so, Strings, our prompt words are industrial, Congress, and mandolin. Uh, Belvin, what are you what thinking a potent here? Brew. What a great. Although we have made amazing worlds out of just trash just garbage, before. yeah. Yeah, uh, just, oh yeah. <laughs> I remember, what was it, Shoes, Golf, and whatever the other third was. It was, like, it was like Giant or like Sports Drink. I think it was Sports Drink. Oh god, no, no, no that was another, that was the baseball that, that one. That was Baseball yeah, Diamond the, World. Oh, oh, what is the Shoes one? Uh... The golf in space episode. Oh yeah, that's right. Reminiscing. That's right. Uh, yeah. So, okay, Belle, Belle, what do you think? Can either be like you know, the legislative body, but also like 
make Congress is to like connect, right? I think it's more than connecting. I think so. Let me double to have sex with is someone, right? Fuck? Oh, to there make it is. Congress with them. <laughs> there, there it is. Yeah, this is a world where people can only fuck to mandolin music. <laughs> you mean the world we live in? <laughs> um, uh, national legislative body for no, meeting or coming together. Yeah, action coming together. I, I guess yeah. it can be used as like a euphemism, but I I think well, sexual congress is a thing. Yeah, sexual congress. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, you need that adjective in front of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, a society or organization, especially a political one, that actually come together. Okay, um, maybe like a high. You know, the episode's going to be good when they're reading off uh, the <laughs> definition. When we're looking at the definition of words. Hey, this you is know a, this those is are a, good prompts. <laughs> this is a Webster's Dictionary podcast now. Oh God. Um, so there's an, an industrial society. Uh-huh. Uh people play music in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, 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 music yeah. music does connect people. I think mandolins could be kind of a instrument or like lutes. It'd be funny if you had an industrial society with these older kind of instruments, if you juxtapose that. Uh so maybe their musicality hasn't evolved to where they have like electric guitars they're still playing like well older instruments like harps and mandolins or if we're thinking like i mean what if there's like a sort of industrial steampunky sort of neural link but it's like a primitive neural link like okay it, it, and people are like stratified based on different frequencies is that anything Okay, no. no so, so, so here there's there's a metaverse and <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone's walking around the real world, that's for sure. <laughs> so there is a Congress that governs this industrial society, let's say. It's democratic, ostensibly. Mm. Uh what is the industry? What do they produce? It'd be cool if it was like a very hyper-industrialized like island. So it's a tiny setting. But there's a lot of like verticality in it and a lot of like uh, industry that takes place. Yeah, we there. can start with yeah. like a port city, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe it's like a refinery of some kind where they refine ore or some sort of mineral. Maybe it's to do with like oil. But there's some sort of process that goes on there that drives like most of the industry either on the island or if it's not on an island in like the town uh, or city. What if, if if we changed it a little bit, um, I mean, could it be like this particular like city state or island nation is like they have the best like craftsmen of like not just instruments, but like artisan goods like that, like it, it, they have like a, a craftsman culture and it's being okay. writ large into industry this way. Like, okay, I kind of see that. Um, uh, struggling a little they, bit with this one. What if they make? No, that's stupid. Never mind. Make mandolins. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to connect things. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying to keep this train running on time. Um, I'm imagining. So there's this island spire. Maybe they also have like a connection that goes down. Like maybe they have drilled down. Yes. Um, yes, they have. You know, fucking Minecraft style, just pickaxe, 
to the floor. Mm -hmm. um, and so there are different like levels of different refineries and mining dwarf shit. <laughs> An island of dwarf shit. Okay. Have we done dwarves before? Yeah, we did. But it, we it was can like do space dwarves industrious before, right? without yeah, dwarves. Yeah, we can do space dwarves. That's uh, right. We can take this island and extend it a few levels down. Uh, maybe that's kind of where they value instrumentation more because in the dark it's hard to see uh, and you can use your instruments to kind of like point out where you are. I mean, what if they're like dwarves, but they're also like stone people, you know, sort of that rendering of dwarves. Okay. Um, okay. Stone people. Like born from the stone. Yeah. Um, and sound has some special significance to them. They're sung from the stone. Oh, that's a cool idea, actually. Like people's jobs is like to sing new people into existence. Well, what if yeah, the island like produces that. these stone people? That's the industry. And you can only produce them with these kind of archaic magic instruments that were made a long time ago. Or okay. that can be maintained through... Oh, what's the word for the people who maintain violence? It's, it's a good word. Lumiere. Lumiere. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did you know that? My dad is a Lumiere. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sort of the this tier of society that are the Lumiers are maintaining the ancient music technology to sing from the stone these You rock, said something about dwarves. a spire, Belvin. I like the idea of like like literally like a physical spire that both goes like up into the air like a mountain, but also down into the earth, and that's where they sing the people out of. Yes. And so they've like excavated around it going down, and they've built like yeah, yeah. shanty towns on the walls and stuff going oh, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like a spire village, kind of. A spiral, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. goes really Luthier. far down. Yeah. Luthier, that's interesting. I've never heard that word before. I had to look it up. Yeah, Luthier. Damn. You know, it's uh, a sick profession. Mm -hmm. uh, so wouldn't this cause, if it's an island, right? Why are they having it on this island? Is this the only place where this magic still works anymore? I think it's where the, the rock's at that you can sing them out of. But couldn't you theoretically sing any people out of any rock? Are these the strongest rocks? Are they prized question. for their durability? Um, we can say, like, the island broke off of some continent that had that magic, had that potency. The rest what of the it, continent um, is lost for now. What if it fell from the sky, like the whole ass island did, like, ages ago? Oh, okay. that's interesting, like, meteorite kind I kind of like that, yeah. because that also means there's a limit to how far down they can go without fucking up a ton of shit. It's like how a volcano forms an island and it, it, like stuff grows on it eventually, even though it's just rock. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. That's cool. Okay, and that could be like, because like meteoric iron shit. Well, I guess that's all yeah. iron. What are these rock good. men used for? Sexual Congress. Slavery. No, the answer is no. <laughs> no. Sexual Congress. No, they, could, they, they could be like embedded in the rest of the world in terms of being like craftsmen. Like, maybe, like, everyone wants to work with a, a rock dwarf. Yeah, it could be maybe a thing, like, the the important families of the world, like, pay a great sum of money to have a rock dwarf come and, like, work for them. And, like, it's not slavery, but he's, like, an esteemed, like, employee. Here's, here's yeah. what I'm thinking. 
uh, in Belvin, you're not going to like this, but when you have an industrial, like an industry, right? It produces not just like a small number of shit, but a large number of them. Mm-hmm. So that to me kind of takes the only noble families have them off the table because they're making hundreds of thousands of them and shipping them off. Uh, what I think you would need hundreds of thousands of people for that are made out of rock is warfare. That is what I think they're producing. Or mass construction. Yes, both of those things, like actual hard labor jobs uh, that are either too dangerous for humans to do. Maybe in other industries, like uh, smelting, where they have to work around like insane heat. Maybe we could say in the past it's been war, right? In the past... You know, it's been like roving bands of nation states and mm-hmm. rock dwarf armies fighting a lot of the battles. Um, maybe the world that the setting is set in has gone to the point where there is a congress of like FDR types um, okay. who are in control of the world. And they're trying to revolutionize the way things are, trying to like build giant dams and bridges, infrastructure, yeah. infrastructure, infrastructure. The League of Nations is trying to create world peace through plenty. Well, they're prob- it's probably the most famous. You could probably make rock dwarves out of any old rock, but this is widely renowned as like the best place to get them uh, because their songs are the best and also the material they're made out of is the strongest. Well, I, I like that because uh, it opens so, up. You know, we, can, we started with this meteorite island. We can expand to talk about other dwarf mining operations, sure. other dwarf productions. Uh-huh. Marble dwarves, shit. Uh, it seems like the only labor humans have in the society. It's very funny, but it is singing uh, and song. Well, and everything else is kind of built by these fucking rock dwarves. There'd still be the service industry. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. It's very funny for some reason when you say it out loud. <laughs> the fantasy service industry. Um, well, how do the rock dwarves feel about all this? Are they sentient? Do they feel anything? I mean, that could be the J.K. Rowling thing, where it's like, the house elves love it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to ever do anything in the J.K. Rowling fashion on this podcast. The rock dwarves love killing each other. Their life is a very sad one, because they start their life off with this beautiful song that lures them into life and physical form. Uh, it's a much more beautiful thing than just being born, like kind of as a human, which is a very animal. Pro- this is like a magical mm-hmm. process that brings stone to life, and the stone's probably really hyped about that. It's like, yeah, fuck, I'm alive. Everything has meaning now, and they're like, go carry these, go carry this shale, <laughs> mask of shale. <laughs> we need you to haul iron girders for a living. I don't think they're too pleased about it. Well, uh, so maybe maybe in the past, like, it's been a pretty dark interpretation of the concept where, you know, they're conscripted into these roving armies. Yeah, um, but, but we have a Congress now. A Congress changes everything. Yeah, usually any country with a Congress gets shit <laughs> done immediately. very functional. And really, <laughs> well, yeah. And, and, but thinking about, like, if they were used for warfare and they're essentially, like, born to have no other purpose and... The first thing you do with them is you give them weapons and you teach them how to use them and then have them kill each other for no reason, basically, except your own self-interest. Why would they keep doing that? 
What weapons destroy rock? They would have to really fuck up humans. Oh, pile it's like drivers. explosives, like explosive hammers that fucking blow yeah, up yeah, on it. Like yeah. really insane shit. Like <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. So really? they have like an insane amount of weaponry. Maybe humans are kind of the inventors. Like they make the stuff. I like the idea of like uh like two lines of musket men, but they're just stone dwarves and they have all have cannons they literally are just carrying around. <laughs> yeah, like, totally around. like rocket launchers and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but, maybe the song that they're formed with. Uh like it, it's like a chaos on them. almost. Yeah. Because I kind of like the idea of them rebelling, and that's what led to the formation of the New World Congress, and, like, this new approach. Well, that would mean they're rock dwarves on the Congress, right? Or, no, did they exclude them? Um, well, it, so, it, my, the way I had kind of mentally gotten to this point is, like, these rock dwarves being used in war, because, I mean, it's traumatic, right? Like, if you get PTSD, it might disrupt your song or whatever. Like, they rebel, and they st they go to war with the world, basically, and the world has to unite to stop them. And that that is what leads to the creation of... So maybe the island is independent now, but they signed a contract with the Stone Golems to be like, we won't use you for war anymore. Yes, but there are people who want to return to that because it was enormously profitable. Yeah, like, there are people who sit on the World Congress who are like, mm, why don't we bring back the... <laughs> It's hard because all of your weapons are designed to be super lethal to humans, and humanity hasn't experienced war in a while, and it's a great tragedy for them uh, to have to fight it on their own again. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. probably pretty traumatized by. Uh, and they're they're like the it's more it's more ethical to have the rock dwarves do it, and that way we settle it kind of like gentlemen, and no human lives like have to be lost. So there's like this tenuous piece bound together by a contract, but the there is this sort of utopian vision espoused by most of the Congress of like we can prevent this from happening again if we like build right. a better world. Well, and now when dwarves are formed, like it used to be, those like war songs that they'd be formed yeah, with, yeah. like mm -hmm. war shanties. Um, now it's like Pete Seeger like working songs. Uh. <laughs> they just get solidarity forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, because this is a Congress, nothing Congress ever does is like permanent. It can be rolled back. So maybe they're, the embargo on making these guys for war, maybe it's going to go up for renewal soon. Or uh, it's going to expire in some fashion well, in a couple well, of years. Let's say there's definitely a faction that agitates in the Congress for the return. Yeah, of, and there's yeah. definitely some legislative play to kind of try and remove that. So there's a lot of political interest in this issue. Now we fall into the trap of like fluffing nations that make up the Congress. And that's always it's hard to do that and not just make them like XBs of real world places. No, but um, we can like discourage maybe some like different dwarf biome, like rock dwarf. Like, say there's like a, a graphite rock dwarf. Like, I don't know anything about geology. <laughs> this is where this is where Chessman would come in, having Googled graphite, and be like, "Well, actually, graphite is used to make pencils." And it's, it's the most well, toxic actually. element when introduced to the human bloodstream. And it's like, did you know that? And then Chesson would be like, yes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
fucking I'm th- trying to think back to like science games I played in third grade on the computer. Um, there's volcanic rocks. They're very sharp. Igneous. Uh, yeah, yeah, igneous. Uh, That's it. They're sedimentary. And then there's the third kind. Uh, <laughs> what if the sedimentary rock goblins are not like solid pieces of rock, but they're collections of like tiny pebbles and they can kind of manipulate their limbs? Oh, they're like the little guys in Spirit of the Way and they just stack on each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's that'd like be a, awesome. Like one collection. door are yeah. just like tiny little rock guys. Mm. They swarm and they like, you. all form like one big guy if they need to. Yeah, they Voltron a lot. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. There, there would be gem dwarves. Oh yeah, what would they fucking do? Well, actually, what what maybe in this world like gems hold no monetary value, but there's like really good war. There's like really strong. Maybe they're leaders. Yeah, they're like, yeah, the, like the officer class. Yeah, they're like the stormtroopers with the cool armor, you know. Oh, the yeah, <laughs> the space marines of the rock dwarves. Yeah, and the rock dwarves like love the shit out of them. <laughs> they just like, yeah. them. <laughs> and because and because the gem dwarves have been treated a lot better by humanity. Uh, and kind of not, they don't exist on equal footing, but on favored footing compared to the rock doors. They're kind of more callous toward their own kin, uh, sometimes than, well, going back to Dan talking about like the noble families having like a, a dwarf working with them. The gem dwarves could fill that role where they like, yeah, yeah. are there to like do crazy feats of strength for them. And, and they maybe like even command like the other dwarves, like within the household. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah. They're like your butler combat guy or whatever. Um, Man. Uh, you know, you what, what about this island? Let's talk about it kind of as a culture and oh, I think how many people are on it. I think be a hotbed of the Dwarf Liberation Front. Oh, yeah? Well, they could be active. I don't know how much thought they have in their minds or how much capacity for it. I guess humans don't know. Maybe the rock doors are kind of Play it down. Well, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of it being a little contingent on the song that birthed them. So That's like, true. When, when they were just being made for war, they were sort of single-minded. Um, but then when they're played more like, quote-unquote, human songs, they come out a little more multidimensional. Can rock golems or dwarves create other rock dwarves, like themselves? Or does a human have they to can't, be like, I think humans sing the song. What if there's like a very specific cast of them that can like marble rock dwarves can sire other dwarves like and that's all they do. I like Maybe that. I yeah. think there would be some humans too who would who sympathize with the dwarves and would sing more of them uh, with the express purpose of helping them be free because I don't think humans are all bad when they were confronted with something like this. Yeah, I mean, there's clearly some goodwill because like. We, they, like things are trying to be made better. There's just bad actors. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of marble dwarves sort of being like a the politicians, like the ones who have a seat in the World mm-hmm. Congress. Um, I like that. And at the spire, yeah. if we're going to call the island the spire, um, they're sort of the I ones like who the are like some of the marble dwarves are like organizing kind of like dwarf civil rights stuff, I guess. Okay, you like some, some kind of Woody Guthrie mm. type dwarves. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I could, I could see that. I could see that happening. We'll throw that in there. Yeah, but the world as we've made it is sort of in a state of transformation right now because yeah, they're building all these dams and like trying to connect the yeah, world. Yeah, ironically, like- they they need the rock dwarves more than ever for labor. 
because there's so many infrastructural projects now going on and humans are like not trained on how to do it. Like we suck mm-hmm. at it because we no one's dad built a dam. You know, no one can no human can teach you like how to do all this shit. Well, it's a world on like in the middle of its industrial revolution, reliant on the labor of a very specialized group of people that no longer want to be essentially servants. Uh, and they definitely don't want to be weapons of war anymore. Yeah, there could be a cast of rock dwarves who are sung from... They've tried to sing dwarves from other materials. This would be kind of interesting. Like steel? Well, if you take meteoric iron from the mountain, or from the spire, uh, and smelt it into solid steel big enough to... Ha- you could theoretically sing a dwarf out of it. Uh, but they're like few and far between, but it's kind of like they represent kind of a new age as well in terms Ooh. of like uh, that, that's the a cool latest idea. dwarf like a, technology. And yeah. of course, these dwarves would literally be better at war in like every way and people like chomping at the bit to be like, well, we could have these guys, you know, be the <laughs> we could, why not just have these guys fight the war instead dwarves of the handy rock dwarves. the most pacifistic of all. <laughs> There's like some crazy inventor in a tower trying to sing a, a, a dwarf out of blood, like human blood, because it's full of iron. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Well, uh, uh, a tree dwarf, what about that? Yeah. Uh, no, I think, I think <laughs> any natural. Well, he is the lore lad. <laughs> tree dwarf. <laughs> Fine. There can be one. <laughs> He's the Tom Bombadil of the city. He kind of goes around and people try to kill him because they think it's witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) He has to paint himself like rocks to survive. That would be kind of funny, actually. I like this guy. tree painted like a rock, yeah. That's cool. Pseudo-Wudo. He is a pseudo-Wudo. Oh, yeah. He's a Wudo-Pseudo. I'm going to pour water on the pseudo-Wudo. You can't stop me. Oh, We made a new hit character. Wudo-Pseudo. Udo. <laughs> He's friends with oh, the Tom Bombadil. <laughs> oh, what's uh, that? What's this email I'm getting from Nintendo of America? Uh, DMCA? Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, that's for that other thing where I was just playing uh, live streams of Pokemon and uploading them and saying they were the podcast and <laughs> the music <laughs> from the original games. <laughs> yeah, that's the premium content for 30 Minute Worlds. <laughs> yeah, we just play Pokemon and we, there's no video. It's just audio, of, and it's like, oh, damn. You just hear someone say, oh, damn, and you don't know what they said, <laughs> what you said that about. Didn't mean to use the berry. <laughs> and, like, silence for an hour. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I like this world. This world's pretty Yeah, it groovy. took us kind of a minute to get there, but... Oh, yeah, the start suck. Like, it was a long ripcord getting to what we have now. I'm going to be real with you. We got that uh, sleepy morning energy. Uh, I, I don't think we do. I just think we kind of threw ourselves a little bit and we got psyched out. And then we were like, you know what? Dwarves out of rock. It's not that hard to fucking build this. We've built yeah. better worlds. But we built far worse ones than this. I'm going to tell you that right now. I, I do like the idea of like, it's an interesting like political situation. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and this like trying to be benevolent like Congress. I wish we had talked a little bit more about it, but it's just one of the trickier things to like get into, I think the way we build our worlds. Yeah, it's like there's a level of detail where it can be too much. But yeah, I mean, just like broad strokes, like FDR style. If we had picked like the leader of it, that might have been. The leader is uh, RDF. Well, folks, that's our show.
If you like this, you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every other Saturday. Our artist, courtesy of the talented, wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet at us too at Lorelads or send us hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy world building. Happy world building.